as I was listening just now to uh, what Joan, uh, you know, read out about a little bit about me. Yeah, the last part remind me again, you know, that really I'm talking to uh, people who have destiny, you know, all of you, every one of us here have a destiny and a purpose in life that God has specifically called you for. All right, and for you to fulfill that destiny is part of my mission here, right? Why I'm here this morning, that you may know him who loved you and called you, you know, for this time uh, in life so that you can fulfill your destiny, right? And you will live long, healthy, blessed, blessed lives, all right, to do the work of Jesus, on this earth before he comes. Amen. Okay, so today, right, uh, is entitled today's message, All Mine in Christ. All right, we love this this word, all mine, right? <laughs> if you you have you know uh, something given to you and is of great value and it is good and beneficial, profitable. All right, it will be nice. Everything belongs to you, right? So we know in life as a Christian or a believer, uh, just now we also worship the Lord, yeah, that we, we belong to Him, right? Uh, we, 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 we worship Him, you know, we belong to Him, we belong to Jesus, we belong to God. Well, He also came, Jesus also came to let us know that He is ours too, right? And whatever and He has, belongs to us, right? That is our inheritance, okay? So we move also, uh, at the same time, we know we belong to him, it's good, we need to know that, we are his children. At the same time, we need to know why Jesus died on the cross, you know, so that everything that he has can also be ours in Christ. And you know, he has wonderful things, blessings, everything. Miracles, but where do we receive all this, right? Psalms 16, 11. The psalmist says, God, you will show me the path of life. You know what's the path of life, right? The road, the journey, okay? And we are not about the path of death, <laughs> right? The devil wants... Uh, you know, people to die, but definitely not Jesus, definitely not God, right? God gave us the path, the road, the journey of life. Today we are here in his presence on a journey, on a path, on a road to life. You can see that picture there, right? Jesus is the son, you know, S-U-N, right? And uh, of righteousness, the glory of God, and the path and the road that we are all walking in today. Today, you're all here in this uh, same road, okay? Walking in our journey towards life, not death, huh? life. Remember, in Christ, it's always life, okay? In your presence, in God's presence, is fullness of joy. This morning, I think uh, Wendy, right, said that we are, excited to be in his presence, right? What makes the difference between you and the world outside or the people who don't know Jesus 
is that you are right now in his presence. The world is in darkness. Darkness is the presence of the devil. But we are in the light. And light means we are in the presence of God. In your room, in your house, you are in his presence. Okay, that is the difference. And in his presence, what do you have? Fullness of joy. Not only a little bit of joy, okay? The, the joy that we get from the world depends on whether you get good news or bad news. If you're on your uh, social media this morning, nowadays nobody reads newspaper anymore, right? <laughs> so if you own your social media, whichever it is, and you read or have your eyes or hear some news, bad news, suddenly you're, you don't have that uh, joy anymore. You cannot smile anymore, all right? But our joy, all right, is good news in his presence, okay? When you have someone so wonderful with you all the time, you are smiling, right? If you have boyfriend and girlfriend, your boyfriend, if you are a woman, all right, is with you all the time, then you'll be smiling all the time, right, Daphne? <laughs> okay, but uh, when the boyfriend not there, you may not be smiling, okay, because he is your joy, right? And it's normal, okay? And can be the other way around too, okay? But this joy from man, right, no doubt is wonderful, cannot beat the joy that we have in the presence of our beloved Jesus, right? Because he's always smiling, all right? If ever we have a picture of God, you know, angry or fierce sitting on the throne, I think we need to erase that picture. And uh, if Lynn can come up with a new picture <laughs> of our Heavenly Father, right? Smiling at each one of us, especially when we do funny things and silly things, right? Then he is always laughing up there. He's always, you know, uh, even when we are giving, or when, you know, he, if everything is a joyful father and Jesus came to show us that, you know, we, we need to change a lot of pictures in our mind of God, right? So at your right hand, so not only we have joy in God's presence, if you are seated, seated here or you are listening to a sermon and you don't feel joy, <laughs> then uh, off that sermon, <laughs> okay, go to another one, all right? Because uh, in the presence of God is fullness of joy. So cannot be when you are in his presence, listening to his word, beholding your savior, the most wonderful person on this, this universe, and you don't have joy. Just seeing your, you know, a, a boyfriend or girlfriend already can have joy. How can seeing, the, you know, and hearing about Jesus, there's no joy. The Bible says in his presence. So you're in the wrong presence, okay? If we don't have joy, all right? So at your right hand are pleasures forevermore, right? So where Jesus is seated and we are seated today, relax, okay? No stress here, all right? At his right hand are what? Our miseries forevermore are <laughs> lots and lots of problems, are lots and lots of headache, are lots and lots of uh, you know sickness and pain. No, at his right hand, where he has gotten the authority, right? Where he's El Elyon, the most high God, is seated at the right hand of God, right? And we are there seated with him. When we are seated in his presence at the authority above everything else in this world. We enjoy pleasures. What is pleasure? 
<laughs> chili fish is very pleasurable to, to my stomach. <laughs> we think for uh, our chef Robert to cook again, right? As what Wendy said, just need to think, right? <laughs> so I, let me think more of, uh, I've forgotten to think about chili fish. Okay, so yeah, and uh, anything that you think of, all right, that, yeah, that delights you, right? God is, is so wonderful. He wants you to be peace. You know, pleasure is the word uh, originate in the garden, Eden. The word God put uh, Adam and Eve in the garden of Eden, right? Eden is the word pleasure, right? Don't you, if you think of how we wish that we were, you know, at that time, beautiful garden of Eden, right? It's what uh, long life, you know, eternal life and everything inside. Plants, beautiful, right? Joan would love that. Nature, beauty, you know? So, and of course, plenty of nice fruits, right? So what happened? And pleasures that God created. Was it only for a short while? Even after, after Adam said no more? No. The pleasure is in his presence. Today, it is even greater pleasure than what Adam and Eve had in the garden before they fell. Today, the pleasure is in Christ. Think of any good thing that you want. <laughs> yeah, just think of good things. If, if we are not having pleasure, it's because we think the wrong thing. <laughs> okay, yeah. Because God will just give us all the wonderful things we think about if we think good things. Yeah, because God is the author of good. Every good and perfect gift comes from Him. God will never give us something bad. Unless you think something bad, then it will happen to you. But that's why we had uh, Philippians 4, chapter 8, right? Think whatever is good, whatever is honorable, whatever is beautiful, right? And that's what you will get because we have a good father. So can you imagine a life, right? That forever, forever, not though, uh, of course, the second part is in heaven, right? But on this earth, as long as we are in his presence, on this journey, on this road of life, Right, we will always be full of joy and we will always have pleasures and delights. Mm, sounds good, right? Like ice cream. Yeah, delicious and wonderful to us, right? Okay, let's look a little bit into uh, 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 Book of Acts. <clears throat> Cornelius. <clears throat> Here is a, is a man of God, Cornelius, who replied. Uh, I will uh, explain the, the story a little bit. Okay, it was uh, Peter, all right, and then Cornelius, how God uh, appeared to Cornelius, all right, and spoke to him. Okay, so Cornelius replied, four days ago, I was fasting and praying here in my home at this very hour. See, this is the New Testament, okay? And this is a man of God. He was fasting. So we will be having our corporate prayer and fast very soon. <laughs> he was fasting, praying, and about three o'clock in the afternoon. Mm, three o'clock. So now, we, sometimes I talk until two o'clock. <laughs> afternoon, everyone's sleepy, right? So you think that afternoon, God don't appear one. <laughs> because afternoon is a time where your body is very tired, you feel want to sleep one, right? But look at this, all right? God has no, uh, you know, doesn't look at which time of the day, right? Most important is he look at our hearts. So at any time, he can appear. So don't miss out, right? Whether we are in the morning, in the afternoon, or at night, God can appear. So here was this man of God, all right, Cornelius, 
uh, who was uh, praying and fasting and three o'clock in the afternoon for Malaysia and Singapore is very hot. When a man in glistening clothes suddenly appeared in front of his eyes. You want to see visions? Uh, afternoon, <laughs> three o'clock. <laughs> the time you normally take a nap. Okay. okay, so probably that's why Robert, uh, you know, take nap a lot, right? So you can see more vision. So the angel appeared to him, okay, and said to Cornelius, right, God has heard your prayers. Your generosity to the poor has been recorded and remembered in God's presence. Ah, so interesting. So the moment the angel appeared, to Cornelius, he didn't say, oh, you are a good man, or, you know, you, you pray a lot. But the Lord, the, whole, the, the angel commended Cornelius about his generosity to the poor. And it has been recorded in heaven. Well, God keeps record. He don't keep record of your sin, okay? It keeps, one of the things he keeps record of is your, our generosity to the poor. See how God's heart has the poor in him, right? We give. To the poor is recorded. So don't worry, all right? God bless everyone back, okay? Because recorded, so God will never um, let you miss out mm. or shortchange. And remember, so the two, one of the things that God remember is, again, he don't remember our sin, all right? That's in Hebrews. He don't remember your bad things, okay? Uh, he remembers your generosity. Each time uh, Wendy gave, you know, send food to, uh, Evelyn, <laughs> it's recorded. Okay, when uh, Robert and Joan send food to me or anyone else, it's recorded. Okay, each one of you, uh, you, you, know, you send something, whether it's in the form of money or, or things, right? It's remembered and recorded. See, look at our God. You know, He delights in giving because He is a giver, right? For God so loved the world that He gave. And this is our daddy, and this is our heart, we have the we, we inherit first thing the heart of our father, the giving heart. So, okay, in his presence, all right, and God is around, he remembers these things and he's here. However, you must send for a man named Simon Peter, okay, the, the rock. So, the angel was telling Cornelius to go and ask for this uh, Simon Peter. The rock who is staying in Jopa as a guest of Simon the Tanner who lives by the sea. So uh, Cornelius immediately sent his men to bring uh, Peter or Simon there, and you were kind enough to come. So uh, Peter has arrived at Cornelius' house. Okay? So at the moment, uh, we cannot, but just now they were all talking, right? The Malaysian and the Singaporean, we're going to go to their house, they're going to come to my house. Okay? So it's exciting. Right? But now we are in everybody's house okay so now here we are yeah correct now here we are all of us in where in god's presence okay where are we in god's presence okay in your room right you feel his presence anxious to hear the message that god has put into your heart to share with us this is what cornelius told peter He's never met Peter before, right? But he said God, angel told him to send for Peter. And now Peter has come to his house. So Cornelius was not a Jew. Peter was a Jew, all right? So he said, now come. We are in your presence. We're all sitting down and all excited. If there's anything that we should 
be more excited or anxious about. Say, don't be anxious about all the things, about the worries of this life, right? Be anxious to what? To hear the message from God, to hear the words of Jesus. Why? Because Jesus' words are spirit and life. If we are hearing him this morning, all right, his word is uh, coming into our hearts. What are you receiving? You are receiving life. You're receiving blessings, all right, from his very throne, from his very heart. So we are excited because God has put something in my heart here this morning for all of you, all right, to receive and bring always with you and have the blessing. Okay, further down a little bit from that chapter, so the big, uh, Peter began to uh, talk to them, uh, talk to Cornelius, all right, and then he, Peter was preaching about uh, this verse, as he came to this verse, all right, how talking about Jesus, of course, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him, right? There's nothing more exciting to share than about Jesus, you know? That's when uh, uh, today we had the testimonies, right, of uh, Venice and Chenglan, right? It's about Jesus, right? Venice shared about her uncle, Right, who was in uh, having uh, a cancer, but when he received Jesus, right, the Lord healed, touched him, touched his heart, and gave him the strength, all right, to be able to go through the uh, therapy. Yeah, so it is amazing. It is Jesus whom we glorify, it's Jesus who is so good. You know, you never hear about Jesus went about doing bad. <laughs> right in the movies, right? You have the villain, right? the bad people. Jesus always go about doing good, and he already overcame the devil. He come to you, all right, it, to each one of your lives is to give you good, nothing bad, because he has removed the bad from our lives, all right. And in an instant, the moment we have his presence and we ask him to come into our life. Just as uh, Janice, Venice's uncle, right, received Jesus into his heart. That very moment, the presence of God is there, almighty Jesus. And what happens to him? Become worse? Become weaker? Become more painful? No. The swelling subsided. He became better, stronger, all right? That from an instant, from weakness, he received supernatural strength to continue with his uh, treatment, yeah? So we believe that God has healed him and God will continue through his living word, right? To strengthen and give him the complete healing because that's what Jesus do, right? Jesus went about with the Holy Spirit working, all right? In him and through him with the power and the love that he has to do good. Never expect anything bad from God. Accident is not from God. Disease is not from God. Sickness is not from God. Otherwise, this scripture has to be taken out from the Bible, right? <laughs> because Jesus went about doing good and healing a few. No, all. Everyone who will come to him, anyone who just said Jesus, uh, uh, Venice's uncle couldn't speak, right? But in his heart, I believe God heard him that he called to Jesus. And what did Jesus do? 
Jesus touched him, healed him, gave him strength to carry on and gave him life, no more death. Okay, so it is for everyone, not for a person who is good or a person who is bad. It's not about us being good, it's about him being good. All right, religion is about us men trying to be good to be blessed by God. Christianity is about a good God, a good father who just wants to bless us, who just wants to give us, heal us, remove, has already removed sin from us and sickness when we just call to him. And all we receive is what? All the blessings, health, wealth, miracles, all right? This is our good Jesus. See him good. You can never have anyone gooder, <laughs> better, okay? That is because why? God was with him. God is with him. What is God with you means to you. God in you. What does it mean to you? The powerful God, the good God is with you. How can anything evil happen to you when you have a good father? And not only us, but all the prophets agree in their writings that everyone, everyone, okay? Not only pastor, okay? Everyone, Denise, okay? Everyone, the youngest to the eldest, the, the, the small baby, all right, in Christ, all right, to the maybe 20 years Christian, anyone, even an unbeliever, all right, who believe in him, believe in who? In him. Okay, in Christ, in a good God, what do they? What happens to them who believe that God is good? Receive. You like to receive? You like birthdays, right? <laughs> birthdays is when you you receive something. You like Christmas, right? Today is Christmas Day, okay? Because God told me He's giving you all a lot of wonderful things, even later. Yeah. So don't disappear from the Zoom, okay? Believes in Him, receives. First, first gift that God gives us, right, is the complete forgiveness of sins through the power of his name. That forgiveness of sins is so valuable. It costs Jesus his blood. It costs Jesus his life. But with the forgiveness of sins, it opens us, all right, entry, your password, <laughs> all right, into all the blessings when you're made the righteousness of God in Christ because sin and God cannot jive okay? because God is a holy God. So God cannot be in the presence of sin and sin cannot be in the presence of God. So that's why in heaven, there is no sin. But on this earth, right, what separates man from God was sin in the garden when of the pleasures, right? He was where Adam and Eve had to be taken up from that pleasures of Eden was because of sin. But today, right, why we can be placed in another garden, pleasure, delight, is because of Jesus who removes sin for us, who forgave us our sin. Remember, forgiveness of sins means what? A thesis, right? As if you never sinned. And only Jesus can do that. And sin have all the effects of sin, which is sickness. So which means when sin is forgiven, sickness also have to go, all right? Pain have to go. Everything, guilt, shame, inferiority, all these which are the, the results of sin are all removed from our life because we have been made 
the righteousness of God. So the first wonderful gift, and this is the gift also that brings us our salvation, our eternal life. Life is no, not, no fun if it is without Christ and without pleasure. Right? In the world, people are still alive, right? It's not just we all here in duty for ashes that are living and talking, right? Are alive. Everyone outside is alive. But what is the difference between their life and you know being alive and our being alive? It's because we have this presence. We are enjoying and dipping deep and the delights and receiving the, the good things from Daddy God. That's the difference. They are still living, they are still living, but we can laugh <laughs> while people are crying. That's why we need to bring the gospel to them so they can come in and laugh as, with us as well. Okay, so the forgiveness of sin, right, opens the first gift that Jesus gave us, the most precious and valuable gift that anyone can give. Can anyone give you forgiveness of sin? There was one case in the Bible when Jesus was, you know, uh, you know, uh, presented uh, someone with, I think, with some sickness, probably lame or par paralyzed, right, came to Jesus. And Jesus said, to show you that, uh, he said, your sins are forgiven you. He said that not only Jesus can heal a physical body, but the most powerful thing is he has forgiven us of all your sins. So don't remember them anymore, all right? So with this, he says, everyone who believes in him receives complete, okay? not half-half. So half, half forgiveness means what? I forgive you until your next sin. <laughs> That's half. Okay? So when your next sin again, you have to confess your sin and ask for forgiveness again. Complete means it's done. That's why it's called past, present, future. I'll remember it no more. Tomorrow your sin is already forgiven. Okay, but I'm not going to go into that, right? That is uh, not a lot. Um, Basically, a license to sin in a way you have that freedom, right? But we will not want to because of the new nature that he has given us. So we'll teach more on that. I'll teach more on that in the uh, spirit man or hidden man of the heart development class, right? So, that's why we say finished work is complete. So don't need to ask God, please forgive some more. If you ask him, please forgive some more, that means he haven't forgiven all. <laughs> Isn't it? When something is not complete, you need to do some more things. There's nothing for us to do except to receive. While Peter was still speaking, you see, Peter was talking about Jesus, right? And uh, how good he is, and he has forgiven us all our sin. And while he was speaking these words, what words? About Jesus, about healing, Jesus going about doing good, right, and healing and giving us and forgiving us of all our sins. As he was speaking this, who fell? <laughs> Nobody here felt like the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit fell upon those who heard the word, okay? If you are here sitting down where you are and you heard the good news, you heard that Jesus healed you, that Jesus is good, that God is good, that he wants you to have pleasures in life and that he has forgiven all your sins, has made you the righteousness of, of God, you heard. What happened? The Holy Spirit fell, okay? Wherever you are, see, Peter didn't touch them. Peter didn't have to lay hands on them. So it's okay. We are in Zoom. Okay? 
even if we cannot lay hands on you, it's fine. Because when you hear the word, when you hear the word, when you hear about Jesus, when you hear the wonderful Jesus of how much he died for you, he loved you, most important, how good he is. And he's forgiven you all your sins. Today you are as clean as a white pure piece of paper, right? The Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit touch you. The Holy Spirit will fall upon you in your room right now. If you hear, and those of the circumcision who believe were astonished. So when the Holy Spirit comes all right, upon those who have not received the Holy Spirit, as many as came before uh, with Peter, right? Because the gift of the Holy Spirit has been uh, poured out on the Gentiles also for they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. So at that time in this uh, passage, right, the they have not seen the Holy Spirit, the, or the, the Gentiles, the non-Jews speaking in tongues. So how did uh, Peter know, uh, how did the record come about that the Holy Spirit fell on them? There was a manifestation, a visible manifestation of the Holy Spirit falling on them, okay, on the Gentiles, by them also receiving the gift of tongues. They, be, they begin to speak in tongues. So yes, sometimes you can lay hands on people <clears throat> to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit and they speak in tongues. Okay, so first the Holy Spirit person come in first. So the evidence is tongues. Sometimes I, I think of it this way. If the Holy Spirit, all right, right now, this is what the Holy Spirit is saying. Right? Holy Spirit is a person and a person can speak, <laughs> right? So they are, you know, he comes and he takes over our tongue. You know, our tongue that always speak nonsense. Okay, and then, he speak through our mouth. That shows to me the evidence that Holy Spirit is a person. Okay, he's not a force, not just a power. He's a person. And the first thing that he desires to do in your life and my life, in our bodies, is to speak. And the first thing that he speaks is to speak wonderful new words of magnifying God or praising him. You see? Whenever we have problem, we will speak, right? We will speak of the problem, <laughs> right? But when the Holy Spirit comes on us, it, the Bible says that they magnify, you know, on, in the book of Acts, the first thing that when they receive the tongues, all right, people heard others, heard their, uh, these uh, 120 speaking in tongues, speaking in languages. What were they doing in the languages? Praising God. And so in everything, Praise the Lord in everything. Give thanks. This is the Holy Spirit expressing himself through us. So we definitely need the Holy Spirit, right? Because the first thing is he comes and he takes over our tongue. So And, and when we speak in tongues, it's most wonderful because we are no longer speaking our own worries, our own fears, all right? Instead of, uh, you know, praising God, right? What are we saying? God, die, <laughs> You know, so instead, so that's why Holy Spirit have to come. Okay, don't pray all this anymore. Right, just speak in tongues, pray in tongues, and then it's in the tongues, in the spirit, you are praising God. You are speaking mysteries. You are calling your destinies. All right, to come into being faster. Okay, so speak less in our language and speak more in tongues. Okay, but we speak in tongues to God. All right, declaring. All the wonderful things and all the plans, the good plans and purposes of God in our lives. So Holy Spirit is a person. 
the more you know this person, okay, the more, right, all the wonderful things will be manifested in our life. Magnify God. When we worship, you can also worship in tongues, right? To magnify Him. And Jesus said this, all right? The ministry, all right, of this, uh, uh, of this ministry, the ministry of Jesus in Luke chapter 4, the Spirit of the Lord is the Holy Spirit who is with you now, very present in your room now. It's the Holy Spirit, okay? The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Without the Holy Spirit, you cannot do anything, okay? Because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor, heal the brokenhearted, proclaim liberty to the captives, recovery of sight to the blind, set at liberty those who were oppressed to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. So this was Jesus' ministry. And today, it's us, okay? It's not. The Spirit of the Lord is only upon Stephanie, right? No, it's upon every one of you. If you are a believer, <laughs> right? And I'm sure you are here, right, today. On every one of you, okay? And he has anointed you. So whatever Jesus do, we will do. And the Holy Spirit, through us. So 2 Corinthians, Paul says, you know, Nevertheless, when one turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. But now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Okay? So one very important thing for us to uh, be able to uh, do the ministry of Jesus, all right, first is to recognize that in His presence, the Spirit of the Lord is on you, in you, and on you. And that means His presence. And what actually... Uh, separate, okay, um, even believers from that freedom and that liberty in Christ is the veil, all right? So in this verse, the veil is the law, the requirements of the law. Thou shalt, thou shalt not, okay, thou shalt worship the Lord. If we worship the Lord this morning because of thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, <laughs> or else you will not be healed, then we have a veil, okay? We are still under the old covenant, okay? Of thou shalt and thou shalt not. And that veil was the one that, you know, when Moses received the Ten Commandments, okay? It was glorious, yes, but he had to put a veil right, that, that separates. And today that is the law has been removed. God does not come to you now in your room, in Cambodia, in Singapore, in Malaysia, wherever we are, with the thou shalt and the thou shalt not. <laughs> Otherwise, uh, it's a heavy burden and we cannot smile, we cannot laugh, right? Because how, how many of you really, 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 really love the Lord thy God with all thy mind, with all thy heart, with all thy soul? <laughs> we actually love food more, right? Sometimes. And God doesn't punish us still, right? Still give us good food, the physical one. See, there is nothing we can do to to fulfill the Ten Commandments, okay? It is very heavy, right? But thank God, when we turn to the Lord and the, the commandments were all fulfilled by our precious Lord Jesus, right? So that all the blessings can now be received and experienced by all of us without our effort. It was a gift, started with the gift of 
forgiveness of sin. But how do you receive it? All you need to do is just turn to the Lord. Turn to the Lord. Don't turn to man. Don't turn to commandments. Don't look to man. Don't look to the law. Right? Don't look to being religious. Right? Just look at Jesus, his goodness, his grace. All right? And then the veil is taken away. And we can see him face to face. And then the Lord is the Spirit. She's talking about the Holy Spirit now. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. There is freedom. Okay? How, how many of us love to be free, right? Women fight for, uh, what do you call this? Uh, women's li liberation. <laughs> okay? But Jesus is the only one who really liberates the women. If you, if you study, right? The devil tries to keep women in, you know, in a place of uh, being a, a second, you know, in a, a being nobody being run over by men, you know, in, in, especially in third world countries and all that. But Jesus liberated women through the gospel, through that everyone is equal before God. And God can raise a man, God can raise a woman, raise both, okay, men and women of God. Okay, everyone can be that the 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 the, man, the person that God desired us to be. There is liberty, true freedom, is only in Christ. Freedom means what? Yeah, free from fear, right? Free from. Uh, basically, actually, the most thing that when we say we don't have freedom is there is fear, right? Fear of what people think of you. Free from making a fear of making mistake, saying the wrong thing, doing the wrong thing, you know. This is the worst fear that you know. Just now, I think who was talking? I think Cheng Lan, right? Uh, during the communion, is talking about when we have uh, we have made the righteousness of God in Christ. Right? We can be bold. We are free. We are bold. Right? Bold to declare. A lot about us, about who he is and who have made us and what we have received from him. Yeah, he doesn't remember, he's always smiling and always saying, You are fully accepted. Freedom, liberty, liberty to do or to omit things having no relationship to salvation. Now, this statement a little bit hard to understand. Listen, uh, read again. Uh. Taylor's definition. This liberty in the, in the presence of God is liberty. All right? In the presence of the Holy Spirit is liberty. In the presence of grace. Okay? Jesus is grace, right? So, you have the freedom to do or not do. Okay? Omit things having no relationship to salvation. So as we learn and understand what is salvation, all right, the uh, the life of God, not the rules of God, right? You receive Jesus not to follow a set of rules. Christianity is not a set of rules. Religion, yes, not Christianity. Christianity is Jesus Christ, okay? Come to live in us and live through us and give you the life, right? The resurrection life of being a son of God. Okay, so now this freedom that you have and I have in him is you can do or even not do. Why we are scared to do against the law is you will be punished. So the freedom 
is the freedom of being uh, of of uh, fear of being punished, right? We say we have no freedom now. We have to wear masks. Uh. <laughs> Go out the house, right? Okay, we have to social distancing. Okay, I'm not against all these things. Okay, we follow the the rules of the government of the law. But what I'm saying is. Right, so so people who don't understand they'll say, "Oh, we need the freedom we don't follow." So we have we need wisdom as well. All right, okay. So, but this freedom in the presence of this realm, all right, this realm of God, right? Always remember there are two realms on this earth: the natural realm and the supernatural realm, the 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 spirit realm, all right, and the physical realm. Okay, so we are in this body, a spirit being, all right, just living in the physical body. And living in a world of touch and feel, okay, uh, ruled by five senses, but Jesus, all right, lived beyond that, lived out of that realm, because he came from heaven, and he tell us now we quote that verse right, as he is, so are we, which means that we can live in this realm while on this earth as well. Okay, this realm transcends time and space. This realm has no limitations. This realm has absolute freedom. Okay, because Jesus didn't have to, right, every time follow the law. He came, but he, he is the only one, right, remember, who can stone the woman who committed adultery. He's the only one because he said, if anyone has no sin, throw the first stone. The Pharisees tried to test him, right? He had the freedom because he was the only one without sin. That's why he said, and then the, the Pharisees all had to one by one leave because they thought they were very righteous, okay? But, and under the law, right, uh, uh, the person, the woman who committed adultery or who sinned had to be stoned, yeah? But Jesus had the freedom whether to stone her or not to stone her. And that is the freedom that we have. But he, of course, being the son of God, right, he gave her the grace and the power not to sin anymore by saying that there is no condemnation. Okay, so this freedom that we have today in Christ, you can choose to do and you can choose not to do. And you will not be punished. Not by the law. I'm not asking you to go and break all the traffic rules. Okay, what I'm talking about is the law of God, the Ten Commandments and all that. Hmm? This is the real freedom. The liberty to do as one pleases, you can. But this freedom, because we have a new nature inside us that when we are born again, causes us not to want to sin. But even if you do, that is the freedom. God still no longer punish you. It's not like a God who is always after you. When we all mothers, uh, you know, when our children misbehave, right? We carry, we take the cane and then we chase them round and round. When they are smaller, huh? hopefully they are big, you're not doing that anymore. Okay? So when they are small, right? I know my son will always, when he was small, I, I, I'm not, the, not much of a disciplinarian, so he's not scared of me. So I hold the cane, he will run. <laughs> run, run, run. Okay? The father, he don't run, right? Because of a Really, very pain one. Mine is, you know, you know, not pain one. So he will run around with me. So God is not running after us with a cane anymore, you know, to punish you like a small child. Okay. He gave you within the new spirit man, okay, a new nature 
his nature of righteousness, of holiness, of love. Everything is inside the spirit. So we need to develop our spirit, man. Okay. So that you actually have that freedom to sin if you want to. That is the what Jesus did for us. This is real freedom. But we choose not to. Okay? In this freedom, you have choice. Just like God gave Adam and Eve the choice as well. Yeah? But we choose not to because when we understand how much he has forgiven us and loved us. So this is true freedom in his presence. So all of you are here not because uh, Pastor Stephanie said, on every Saturday morning, you have to on the Zoom, you have to come in. <laughs> no, right? You all came in, right? Because you want to hear Jesus. You want to be in his presence and be loved by him and be filled with his wonderful goodness, all right? To experience the wonderful things that he has for us. That is freedom. You chose, okay? You chose. Only sometimes we just remind New, new people, right, that is, is on, right, just to remind, don't force anyone, okay, because <laughs> God never forces, just remind them, just like Evelyn always reminds us, okay, it's a, this is the link, all right, you know, but no one is forced, no one is forced into God's kingdom, you know, a loving father never forces us, he just ushered us in, he showed us the way, the path to life, all right, by his goodness, remember, the goodness of God is what brings us to repentance. God is not a bad God. Behave yourself, you know, with the stick. Then only I will give you food to eat. Maybe some of our parents did that to us, okay? But that is not God, okay? God says, yeah, right, His goodness. Repentance, remember, is just a change of our thinking, right? No more think of God as the one who always wants to punish us. We are naughty, He strikes us with cancer. You are naughty, He strikes us with heart attack. No, okay? Instead, he came to heal us. This is the good God, right? In, in Acts chapter 10, verse 38. We can now draw close to him. Who likes to draw close to a cruel person? <laughs> a scary father or mother, right? You know why? Those days, we, uh, especially our generation or my generation, right? Um, we are so distant from our parents because they are so fierce, right? <laughs> you fail exam, not, not, not on the head already. So we dare not go and hug our parents. They never hug us also, right? But they, they, they did the responsibility of, uh, you know, giving us food to eat. They were very, you know, grateful to them. But there's one thing that they couldn't do because they didn't experience, right? The, the love of God. So we cannot blame them, right? But that brought fear into our lives, right? They always give us the law. You must, for me, was you must always have good grades. Your position must always not be more than 10, in the, in the first class or more, already so difficult. Then after that, cannot go beyond that. So I remember one time I was sharing, right? The teacher had a <clears throat> mixed up in my position with another uh, student's position. So I ended up that my position became 30 plus. Hey, well, can you imagine the amount of fear I can remember to this day? You know, I dare not show my dad the report card, right? Because I know it's going to be disaster. <laughs> He already said your position cannot be more than after 10. That was how tough it was, right? But no choice. Had to show him. Cannot hide, right? He had to sign the report card <laughs> to give back to the teacher. So true enough. Not, not, not I don't know what happened, right? But it was very scary. But the 
God was so good, right? In when uh, uh, the the teacher sorted it out later on and said that oh, it's not your position. It's a it's the it's her it's her mistake. She mixed up with another student. <laughs> can you imagine why I can still remember it? I was only about I think standard uh, maybe eight years old, right? At that time, why I still can remember it? Although it doesn't, there's no more fear, right? But because that time the fear was so strong. <laughs> <laughs> that fear of my father giving my father that report was so scary until today I can still remember it but without the you know the physical fear but the memory of it yeah so sometimes we come so I have never gone close to my dad at all he's always to me just somebody very scary <laughs> very fierce you know and thank god god wants to erase all these if we have you know uh this kind of memories towards our earthly parents or teacher you know teachers that time were very fierce also when i was growing up so don't put it to god okay god wants to erase all those terrible thoughts of him from our memory okay from our mind but to show us through his word that he is a good good father whether you fail or you pass he still loves you and he still smile and hug you can you see that when you see that wonderful things you can receive, right, from him. And we can grow close to him. So there's a lot of people today, even after they received the Lord, never got close to God. Close in the sense of, you know, fellowshipping with him, walking with him, you know, enjoying, smiling. If you live under the law, you still think that God wants you to do this, wants you to do that, wants you to pray five, uh, many times a day, wants you to read your Bible once he doesn't he just wants us to come to him jesus said come to me right come to me he didn't say come to my bible yeah but of course that's how you go to him also all right go read your bible but not in a religious way okay come to him the one who has set us free his presence is it's just joy to your soul you right that 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 time that you, you go and it's not only a specific time though that is very beautiful but it's every time we sit at his feet listening to the message of grace open us freer and freer to draw closer and closer to him and the veil removed with the veil removed from their faces the veil that law that requirement of us being good see when we're parents right the, ch the children cannot come near us if they are misbehaved. We send them to the corner, <laughs> correct? And then you, say, you stay in this corner, okay, until you repent, <laughs> until you feel sorry already, okay? And then you realize you've done wrong. You see, you broke the vase, you, 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 you fight with your sister or your brother or what. Okay, this is all our wrong thinking of who God is that separate us from God, a loving father, you know? So God doesn't tell us stay in the corner when we do wrong. He actually tells us, I don't remember that sin. And Jesus paid the price for it already. It's just super amazing, okay? When we realize how good our God is, then we can draw near to him and he draw near to nigh to us. And the veil is removed with no veil. We all become like mirrors who brightly reflect the glory of the Lord Jesus. So now there is no veil. There is no law of fear of punishment okay, between you and God. And then you can go to him. Right? Sometimes men, we still fail. Okay, it's fine. Right? Because 
God knows we are we have our weaknesses. We fail in uh, reflecting this to the people around us, right? But we are all changing. We are all growing, right? The more we remove the law from us, right? The more we will be able to become a mirror, a reflection of the glory of the Lord Jesus. Don't look at your mom or dad. You know, and say they are the cause of it. Lah. Okay. Okay. No. All right. Jesus has also forgiven them. All right. And he is helping them and helping us. All right. To go from glory to glory, one brighter glory to another. All of us. All right. In our own human nature. All right. All have that uh, self righteousness inside. Okay. All have that, you know, and better. All right. And, uh, um, you know, but thank God. He is showing us day by day in his grace, through his word, the message of the gospel of grace for us to experience and to reflect his glory. Just remove the veil, all right? Remove the law from our lives. Not become lawless, all right? But become gracious, okay? <laughs> because we reflect Jesus, okay? The transfiguration comes from the Holy Spirit. As you behold him, whether in worship or in his word, the power of God, the Holy Spirit just comes into you and transforms you, right? Because your mind is being renewed, your heart is being changed from glory to glory. And Psalms 1 to 6, it was like a dream come true. How many of you have wonderful dreams, right? You have good dreams, um, not nightmares, right? Dreams. When you are free, freedom, freedom, this liberty just now that we read, okay, from our bondage, okay, what the law, what the punishment, what our past has put on us, what the devil has put on us is bondage. But what Jesus has destroyed is this bondage, the anointing destroyed the yoke. Think of what Jesus has done, okay, and therefore we are back to Zion, remember, no more mourning in Zion, but rejoicing the best dream is the dream where you wake up laughing <laughs> all right where uh robert kicked the wife <laughs> you wake up from a dream right because when you're laughing your body move everywhere right you're just kicking you're just, you know a baby laugh when you laugh can you be still <laughs> no right when you laugh <laughs> your hands also move your leg also move right so the best dream is the dream where it's so funny it's so happy that you are just laughing Okay, and laughing. And this is when you are in the presence of God. You are being set free, right? Set free from bondage, from fears, from chains, from all the evil things the devil has put on you. Okay, no more. You are in Christ today, a free person. Okay, you can laugh, right? Laughter is the best medicine, right? In the hospital, the world is uh, trying to put that inside, right? The doctors, okay, they found that if they uh, make that, bring the clowns in and all that to help their patients, it is a therapy that helped them, uh, you know, recover faster when they start to laugh and laugh. But today, it's not just a therapy, it comes from within you. When you know you have been set free, that God don't punish you anymore. He don't throw sickness at you. He don't throw devils at you to punish you. The devil already defeated, thrown into hell. Don't let the devil come back to, from hell to torture you. He is defeated. Okay, Tell him to stay there. Okay, Get back to hell where you belong. Okay, This is where the devil belongs. He doesn't. So we, we 
our dream, right? To be free, right? What is the dream of the world today, people? Freedom, right? Fighter, okay, freedom fighters. I heard this term before. What are they fighting for? For freedom, okay? We are, Jesus fought for your freedom, for my freedom, okay? He did the best fight ever, better than Muhammad Ali or whoever, right? And he won the fight. He won the fight over the devil. Today, we can laugh, okay? He brought us back. He set us free. No more in the cage, okay? And, oh, cute baby. Uh, with our Piara, we laughed and laughed. Just, just laugh, okay? <laughs> laugh and laugh, good news. And overflowed with gladness. We were left shouting for joy and singing your praise. So we discovered a new talent, right? Our sister Joan can sing. <laughs> so, yeah, so there are more singers here. Evelyn, Wendy can play piano. Wow, what a revelation or discovery. <laughs> and the Lord is uh, uh, touching back, okay? Her hands, her fingers, anointing them, all right, to play the beautiful worship music and of heavenly music on earth. Okay? Worship is heaven music heaven worship bring heaven down heaven is the most beautiful place of worship that's why the devil got proud you know and then uh thrown out of heaven you know he he wanted that worship okay so worship is a place a beautiful place right in christ in his presence but if he's just singing without anointing without the holy spirit it's not worship it's just singing Okay, so ours is not singing. That's why worship has to come from your heart, from that heart that is full of gratitude, that is laughing. If your spirit is laughing, your worship in the spirit is full of laughter. Okay, when people, yeah, they, even if they cry, right, it's tears of joy. It cannot be tears of grief, okay? In the presence of God is what? Fullness of grief? No, in the presence of God, as fullness of joy. Bring joy down. Bring peace down. Bring the glory of gladness and laughter in that worship. It's like, you know, the spirit of joy fills us. Gladness, singing. Wonderful. So we wait for the physical manifestation, but even in Zoom, all right? As everyone worship, okay? Uh, with the evening leading worship in your own room from your spirit okay from your heart with laughter laugh in your spirit it's the most beautiful laughter that the lord our god wants to hear it's not just a physical laughter it's inside you're just full with joy and then it doesn't matter you know what is happening outside look that is the the joy of the lord is your strength. That's why the Nehemiah, right? Uh, Wendy brought that up one verse one morning, right? The joy of the Lord is your strength. What is that? It's the joy in the spirit, okay? When your spirit is filled, filled with a tangible presence of God and knowing that he has set you free, no more bound under law, no more bound under shame or guilt or all the things that we did wrong or of our past or sickness or pain, gone. All the nations saw it, it's visible. And they joined in saying, the Lord has done great miracles for them. 
yes, he did mighty miracles and we are overjoyed. Where the presence of God is, there is miracle. Okay, miracle is something that has divine power. Presence is something that has the, the presence of the divine power. That's why you call it miracle. Okay, so it is something that cannot happen in the natural realm with natural logic. It has to have an intervention of divine power. And that is the Holy Spirit. Okay, he comes in and he heals you. He comes in and he gives you joy amidst problem. He comes and gives you peace. That's a miracle. All right, salvation. All right, healing. The hand cannot move, can move already. Our eyes can, that are blind can see. So what happened? These are miracles which only can happen when God is present. When God is present in his presence, his fullness and joy and delight. It's getting well a delightful thing. It's having fever, horrible thing. So when the fever leaves, all right, by miracle, by Jesus healing you, isn't that delight? Are you happy? You can eat again <laughs> in the physical body. You can enjoy food. You have taste back, you know, the tongue, right? There has no taste when your person is sick, right? In pain. Is this what delights our Heavenly Father? No parent likes to see their child suffering. God does not want to see us suffering or in pain. And not only does he not want to see, he has the power and the ability, the miracle power to raise us from the dead, to give us health and healing, to give us back, you know, you're able to taste and enjoy food. <laughs> it's a blessing, right? To be able to, to taste. Otherwise, you don't know what food is nice, what is hot, what is cold, right? But thank God, right? As he gives us these blessings forevermore, okay? Forever. You don't have to like, okay, come to 60 years old, you cannot taste food anymore. No, there is no time like that with God. Such a wonderful God, right? Miracles and we are overjoyed that's why when you eat nice food you are happy right <laughs> when you taste good food okay god wants us to taste and see that he is good so believe god for your miracles for your healings you know god is a good god right in the a job job as you all know right was one who actually uh only one case in the bible but it was his 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 life is a testimony of god's goodness yeah if you think of job you think of suffering i think of job i think of how wonderful god is <laughs> because look at the end of his life okay if you are pure and upright okay that was in the old testament old covenant but today we are all righteous and pure and upright in christ right not of our good, good deeds right don't think of how good you are or whether you did charity or didn't do charity okay think of you are the righteousness of god in christ and even now he will rouse himself. You see, God do gets up. You know, when God arrives, his enemies are scattered. He rouses himself on your behalf. Even when we cannot do anything, he do it for us, for our behalf. And he restore you to your prosperous state. We were all prosperous in Christ, but not manifested yet. After you receive Jesus, right? 2 Corinthians 9, 8, 8 9, okay? Right, that he, we were made poor. Uh, he who, who was rich was made poor so that we can be made rich, okay? That was our state in our spiritual when the moment we received Jesus, we were rich and prosperous in the spirit, but not yet manifested, okay? 
starting of a journey to be manifested, all right? Then it says, he will restore you to your prosperous state. And we are being restored day by day. Remember, from glory to glory. One of the glory is the restoration of prosperity, okay? of wholeness, well-being. Amen? Uh, Piara, okay? You will be restored, okay? As the Holy Spirit is on you, hear the word of God into the prosperous state that God has made you in your spirit the day you became a new creation. Your beginnings may seem humble, okay? So all of us may not come from very rich family, doesn't matter, okay? But today we are in Christ, we are rich. Eh? It may start from humble beginning, but so prosperous will your future be. Amen. My future is prosperous. Okay. In Christ. Remember, all things are mine in Christ. Mine. Okay. Mine. All the blessings, the miracles, the prosperity is mine. So even if you start now, okay, for maybe some, some, some of you are still young, right? You have the, the beginning or the later half of your year, okay? But it doesn't matter. You can start, okay? The faster you start, your later part of your life will be brought forward, okay? For those who are already longer in life, don't worry. Your ending is good, you know? The story, uh, you watch movie, right? You have the beginning and the end. Ours is always at the end. Jesus has already taken us from the beginning. He's the Alpha and Omega, right? The beginning and the end. So when you are in Him, everything starts in Him, and everything ends in him. So you're already at the end. You understand? Because there's no time with God. If Jesus has blessed you, you have come to the end, but the end is glorious in him. The future is glorious in Christ. Ooh. So prosperous will your future be. Then Job chapter 42. See, Job is a beautiful story of God's goodness and restoration. Because when God restores, it's not a little bit. See, the Lord blessed Job in the second half of his life, even more than in the beginning. Huh? You like that? The Lord blessed Job in the second half of his life, more than in the beginning. For now, he had 14,000 sheep. <laughs> I think, I think uh, Robert Lowe would love this kind of farm, right? 14,000. Uh, I don't know. I, I cannot even enter my mind how many. 14,000 is quite a lot. 6,000 camels. Oh. I should have found a picture for that, right? 1,000 teams of oxen, 1,000 female uh, donkeys. It's Lord, right? If you're a farmer, you want like that, right? Okay, so, but whatever we are, okay, God, this is how God blessed Job. He is the generous God, just like Cornelius generous, right? And the most of us are in the second half of our life, but our life is supposed to be 120, right? <laughs> so we just begun. So for me, I just begun the second part, all right? The second half. So amazing, right? God is true to his word. And actually this verse, uh, the earlier one, the Lord gave me this verse about, I think, uh, on my birthday uh, this year. I so didn't know what it meant, you know, but uh, uh, Job chapter 7, verse 8, just now the one that, that I... Uh, yeah, that the Lord on your so restore you to your prosperous. Uh, Job eight verse seven. Yeah, worked so prosperous. That was uh, this year. You know, I, I was just uh, 
telling uh, Ching Lang something. I journal my life every almost every day, you know, whatever God speaks to me. Either I note it down in my Bible, like now we all are doing. And no, I'm so happy to see Wendy open Bible every day. <laughs> and then marking her Bible, God speaking. <laughs> Last time when I met her one a year ago, she don't know the Bible. <laughs> where, where is what? What translation? But I'm so happy to see her grow from, you know, what translation? Huh? Pastor Stephanie, she asked me, you know, that time you remember, Wendy? I still remember that. Yeah. And today she can post and tell us what God speaks to her from which Bible, from which verse. I'm so happy beyond words, you know, to see all of you just growing in the Lord and receiving blessing and blessing, you know, and it's from his word. His word has become alive, you know, the Holy Spirit. You are feeling his presence, you're enjoying his presence, yeah, and his miracles. Okay, so then the disciples, so just don't worry, the later end of your life, the moment you tap into God and His goodness and the Holy Spirit, your life begins and ends in Christ, in all His goodness. Everything that He has is yours, is ours. Then the disciples of John we reported to Him. Okay, so the first one of the, the blessing is right, blessings of provision, of restoration, of prosperity. All right, confirm. Okay, definitely you will never lack in this life when we have Jesus. We have all that he has is ours. He says, that's the thing that we like to hear, right? All that is mine is yours. <laughs> right? Especially if you marry a rich man, right? Okay, uh, Joan, very clever, married Robert, okay? So he's rich in the Lord and in the natural. Amen? Okay, so all that he has is yours. Hey, Joan, take everything, okay? Don't, don't leave him anything. It belongs to you. That's his wife, okay? You have the account password already. Okay, now, okay, all that Jesus has is ours. Ooh. When you're married to him, right? We are, and we are married to Jesus, the disciples of John. Okay. So the next thing, another wonderful blessing in his presence. When we have Jesus, okay. When you have someone with you, it's his presence. The, the disciples of John reported to him. John, uh, John the Baptist, this one was asking at that time, right? Is this the Jesus? Is this the Messiah? Or are we, do we need to look for another one? And John calling two of his disciples to him, sent them to Jesus saying, are you the coming one or do we look for another? No need to look for another. When the man had come to him, he said, they said, John the Baptist has sent us to you saying, so they went to Jesus. Are you the coming one or do we look for another? And that very hour when they asked Jesus this thing, that he cured or he was already doing what he came to do, the good heart, right? That Jesus went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed of the devil. He was already curing many of infirmities, afflictions, and evil spirits. And to, to many blind, he gave sight. And then Jesus answered and said to them, go and tell John the things you have seen and heard that the blind see, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, the poor have the gospel preached to them. This is the mark, the fruit of Jesus, the life of Jesus, full of miracles. He came to do all these things for humanity, all right? And they don't have to look for another one. Today, we are already in his presence. We don't have to look for another savior. Jesus, our wonderful savior, is with us, is in us, and he's given us another, another, right? He says another person, 
another comforter, another helper, just like him, the Holy Spirit, so that you always be with us. And Jesus said this, don't you believe the Father is living in me and I'm living in the Father? And even my words are not my own, but come from my Father. Isn't it wonderful? Yeah, speak in tongues more. <laughs> if you, okay, as you begin to renew your mind and uh, you know, more words of the Lord come out. Jesus spoke the Father's words. He says, the words are not my own, but come from my Father. And he, for he lives in me and performs his miracles of power through me. So Jesus spoke words of life. Right? He tells the demon lost, get lost, and he gets lost. He tells the cancer die, the cancer cells die, and they die. He tells, you know, the person, the fever go, and it goes. This is the words that he speaks. They are the words of the Father. All right? He said, go to open the fish, open the mouth, and then the gold coin can come out. See? Don't you think this is how he performed all the miracles? By speaking the words of the Father, the Father living in him and he in the Father. And he says, the person who follows in me, believing, who follows me in faith, believing in me will do lesser miracles. <laughs> the same, the same mighty miracles that I do. God is a God of miracles. Why? Because he came from a different realm. To when he come from that realm, okay, that when he manifests the healings, the blessings, and all that, to us it's a miracle. To God in heaven, it is a normal. <laughs> if there's no, all these things don't happen, all right, then that's not heaven, okay. But the supernatural realm, all right, is the realm that is normal and natural to God, but it's not natural to human being but when we are born again we are born again in our spirit and now we inherit and receive everything from the supernatural realm that is in Christ and that is waiting to be manifested in us first we receive the blessing and through us to affect and impact the world around us so the virus doesn't kill you. You, when come in contact with the virus, the virus dies. This is what happens when we understand what is living inside us or who is living inside us. That's why John G. Lake can have, and I believe there are many others all over the world, not recorded in the book only, right? Who are like what John G. Lake experienced. I think he's a doctor, right? And a missionary, right? When he was in that Africa, where there was a plague and a virus and the people are all dying from that virus. And he went there and he went and, you know, take care of them, pray for them and, and you know, preach the gospel to them. And then they, they were wondering why this virus didn't affect John G. Lake. So they put the germ or the virus on his palm and put under a microscope. And then they saw every time they put the virus, when they put the virus on his hand, the virus died. Not he died, <laughs> the virus died. Okay, so that's the same like Jesus, right? We will, oh, we will, if it's Jesus, we'll say, yeah, sure, Jesus can. Uh, but how about uh, you? 
also can because Jesus said the same mighty miracles. You know, I used to um, meditate and confess this, uh, this scripture, right? That whoever touches my body touches Christ, the anointing. Yeah, because inside you is the life of Jesus. So the life of Jesus should permeate through your hands, through your feet. So when you touch someone, the life of Jesus goes through you. And they get healed. And they get blessed. They receive the anointing as well. You are the container, the vessel, all right, that the Holy Spirit dwells in. We always talk about we dwelling in the secret place of the Most High God. How about understanding this revelation or getting this revelation of the Most High God dwelling inside you? The Holy Spirit, the same Holy Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. Speak it out every day. Holy Spirit dwells in me. Whoever I touch, touches the Spirit of God. And he said to them, so with that, that's why Holy Spirit has to come into them, right? In Acts chapter 1 verse 8. As you go into the world, preach openly the wonderful news of the gospel to the entire human race. Whoever believes the good news, so and his baptized will be saved, and whoever does not believe, the good news will be condemned. So it's not our part to convince them, make them believe. It's the Holy Spirit okay, that will convict them. And if they believe, they'll be saved. If they don't believe, they'll be condemned. So whether they get healed, they don't get healed, right? Our part is to just pray for them, preach the gospel, okay? And if we believe this, that it is Jesus who healed them, so if someone gets healed, you give the glory to him. If someone doesn't get healed and you pray, then it's not you, right? So you don't feel depressed <laughs> or don't feel give up. If you feel depressed or give up, means what? We think we are the one who healed them, right? Yeah. Okay. So realize that it is not you. It's not me. Okay. Even if Venice pray for the uncle, the uncle also can get healed. All right. It is not us. It is Christ. It is Holy Spirit when we speak the word of God. And then the miraculous signs will accompany those who believe. Now, when you go and pray for someone, say, who do you want to accompany you? You want Pastor Stephanie? <laughs> you don't need. Okay. The most important person to accompany, of course, if you are new, right? First time, then it's fine. I will guide you and help you, right? But after that, when you, you know, the more you know the word, the most important person that must accompany you is <laughs> not me or your pastor. It is Holy Spirit and the signs. Okay, Jesus said, these signs will accompany you or those who believe. All you need to do is believe. So when you go and pray for a sick person, right, or you, you go and uh, cast out demons and all that, the Bible says, Jesus himself said that these signs will accompany you who believe. Okay? So all your part is to believe just now what Jesus said. And what will they, what is it, uh, the signs? All right? They will cast out demons in my name. 
okay? They will speak in new languages, right? Speaking tongues as the Holy Spirit falls upon them. And they will be able to handle snakes with safety. They will drink anything poisonous. It won't hurt them. So I told you that, that the other day, right? I was thinking, uh, I was a bit hesitant about the the uh, uh, the, the vaccination for the, uh, the, the jet, right? For the virus thing. I was not scared of the coronavirus. I was scared of the, the vaccination because in my mind I had, a wrong, I had this thinking my body nothing wrong why I go for a jab then they go and put the, the virus inside my body so they are putting poison inside my body so that's what I thought then after the Holy Spirit changed my thinking it says hey this verse says that even if you put poison in your body it will not harm you right say so, oh yeah why I scared of poison huh? okay and then of course I you know, the reason I took also was to give peace of mind to my son. So anyway, the Lord always settled everything, okay? Because the, even if we don't get the job, whatever, right? It doesn't matter, right? God is greater. So in every situation, God will give you the wisdom and the clarity, all right? Just uh, use that wisdom, okay? So just know that inside you is the Holy Spirit. It's, it's a good, good God, all right? And He... It's always healing us. It's always taking care of us. It's always blessing us. Okay? These signs will follow you. They will be able to place their hands on the sick. And they will be more sick. <laughs> no, right? It says they will place their hands on the sick and they will be healed. They will recover. So you believe all this. That's all we need to believe, right? That Jesus is greater. Okay? And even sometimes there's instant healing. Sometimes the healing a little bit later and there are different ways of healing by God. Okay, divine healing. Communion is one of them. The declaration of faith, all right? The prayer of the elders also can, right? You can ask people to pray, all right? So if whoever is sick, all right? You can ask for the elders or the pastors or leaders to come and pray, okay? But you can also pray yourself. As that's why the spirit building of the spirit man is for, so that everyone can grow and pray and uh, know who they are in Christ, right? And do the works of Jesus. Okay, you don't send your baby Samuel to go and do work, right? That's why baby Samuel, uh, Chinglan. That's why she has to feed the baby first. When the baby grow up ready, then can do housework. <laughs> So this is household, right? This is the business of the father. We are in the father's house. So what is the housework? To be in the father's house, go out and preach the gospel, <laughs> pray for the sick, all right? cast out demons, all right? uh, you know, baptize them, all right? and heal them. This is the housework in the father's house. Jesus said, right? when he was 12 years old, I must be about my father's business. Okay. So first, if you are a baby, all right, grow, all right, feed the milk and the meat and then do housework, spiritual housework, okay? This is setting people's lives free. The greatest joy is to see someone set free. You know, when I saw Venice's uh, 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 uncle, it was so scary, his face swollen, everything. And, you know, that I really experienced that compassion. You want to experience compassion, don't sit down in your room and say, God, give me compassion. God, give me compassion. Okay, just go out or even Zoom also can. You know, if you see someone suffering, you will experience the compassion of Jesus. You know, you, you just, something just burst inside you. 
you know, the love of God and that God just wants to heal that person. And all you need to do is just say out, speak out from your mind the words of life of Jesus. Yeah? When the Lord Jesus had finished talking with them, he was taken up into heaven and sat down in a place of honour at God's right hand. Hmm? The right hand, where? The God's right hand. Remember, just now we read in the Psalms, uh, at the right hand, at his right hand, are pleasures forevermore. Healing is a wonderful pleasure to see someone heal, laughing and, you know, blessing or provision, you know, it's, it's at the right hand. And the disciples went everywhere and preached and the Lord worked through them. Okay? The Lord never sent you out alone or let you go by yourself. He is always with you. Okay? So Jesus is with you until the end of the age. And the Lord worked through them. You're not working by yourself. Confirming what they said by many miraculous signs. By what they said is all the words that you believe in your heart and speak through your mouth. That Jesus is our healer. That Jesus is a good God. That Jesus has the power to heal and to save. That's all you need to speak. That's all you need to believe. And then you speak through, through your mouth. And then the Holy Spirit work with you. And your, the signs accompany you. Okay? And people get healed. People get saved. People get blessed. In you first get it. You also get it. And it flows from you to others. And I know all of you have that wonderful heart. I remember Annie said that, you know, she... She, she has the desire to be used by God to, to, you know, lay hands on the sick and see them get healed. And the Lord has granted you that desire, Annie. He will definitely use you, right, to be the hands to heal others. He has anointed you. He has appointed you, Annie, right, to do his housework, <laughs> okay? A place of healing and laying hands and praying for the sick and enjoying and bringing the, the, the pleasures at the right hand of the Father to be... You know, manifested to these ones whom he bring across your path. He will confirm them with miraculous signs. And you know, in in a, in a Corinthians, Paul says, "You are the body. You and me, all of you here, are the body, right? Jesus is the head. We are the hands. How does the housework? The, the head don't do the housework, right? The head talk for me. Okay, so right when a uh, uh, deaf do housework, right? It's not from the mouth." Ah, right, it's from the hands and the feet, right? Take the broom and sweep or the vacuum and all that, right? Otherwise, the mother will scold. Why are you doing that? Talk, talk, talk. I ask you to do. That means use your hands and the legs, okay? So now, we are the body of Christ. We are the hands, the feet, you know, the, of Jesus now to go out to walk the, 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 the gospel or the feet of the gospel of peace, right? Walk where he walked to the people who are in need, all right? Go and lay hands on the sick, even in to Zoom all. God's presence is there, all right? Because he is only, he is the head, right? And he has, we have his heart of compassion and we just speak out his words. You are unique and a vital part of it, right? One, one day I read this, uh, uh, this uh, word that says, um, it's, it's okay. It's, it, no, it's, to be the best is okay, but the best is uh, just one. You're the, the first one, right? And we're talking about best friend. So you want to be the best friend. But it says, the, the, the thing said, um, to be unique is even better. You're the only one, you know? So we are the unique part of the body of Christ, right? Ruth, you are the unique. There's only one Ruth. 
praise the Lord. Okay, but she will uh, bear many, many other roofs in the spiritual, all right? There's the carry her, her, her laughter, her joy, her pre the presence of God as she, as she shares and blesses others, right? She will uh, give birth to many spiritual children, okay? But unique, each one is unique. There's only one you. There's only one Evelyn that hop around and jump around. But today, God pinned her down and opened door for us and closed door for us. <laughs> so, and worship, right? So we all know her very well. It has, it's a miracle, okay? <laughs> a living miracle, okay? That uh, we see before our eyes. The blessing of God. Okay, all we need is just speak, speak, speak God's word and miracles happen, okay? Each one of you, unique. There's no one who can replace you for what God has chosen you to do, for your destiny. No one, okay? You are unique. Just step into your destiny, all right? <clears throat> okay, God has placed in the church the following apostles, all right, second prophets, teachers, third, and then after that, who? Those with gifts of miracles, divine healing, revelation knowledge, leadership, and different kinds of tongues. See, this is what who God give to his body. God gonna give, right? First devils, second, uh, what else? <laughs> Bad people, no. What? Gifts of miracles, right? God give us good gifts. Every good and perfect gift come from Heavenly Father. So God give you what? Miracles. The power to do miracles is inside each one of you. Right? The Holy Spirit dwells inside you. Okay, so there's Psalm 31 and there is John, uh, where, where, where is it? The Holy Spirit, is that Romans, everywhere. Okay, the tabernacle, right? We are the tabernacle. God dwells inside us today, all right? So healing, all you need to do is just pray, just speak out, all right? Revelation knowledge, gifts. Every time we are in his presence, and this is what God told me this morning. So that's what, he changed my uh, timing, all right, of day and night to wake up earlier in the morning. And this morning he spoke to me that God, in his presence, he always released gifts. And this morning, he's going to release even more gifts, gifts of the spirit, gifts of the spiritual realm. Our spirit is going to receive afterwards. Just receive it, all right? When he pours out those gifts, it's all inside us and he's giving more. The spirit of the Lord, all right? Isaiah 11, besides miracles and all that, what is... Uh, uh, to do miracles, the spirit of the Lord in Isaiah 11 says, shall rest upon him. And this is one of the things that I also, one of the scriptures that I, med I meditate years in my life. The spirit of the Lord rests upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might personalize it. The spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. These were some scriptures that were given to us years ago, right, by this pastor, uh, Peter Tan, right, who, whom I told you that God uh, gave him uh, the, the vision of the spirit man being very thin, and then God showed him how to build his spirit man by meditation and confession of the word and praying in tongues. And he gave a lot of uh, meditational scriptures, meditation scriptures to leaders, okay, because, and I, somehow I got hold of it many, many years ago, and I was meditating and confessing it daily in my life for many, many years, you know. And one of it is this one, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me, the Spirit of wisdom and revelation, Spirit of understanding, of counsel and might, the Spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. It's really amazing. 
Okay, these are the things to be manifested. Solomon asked for this wisdom. For us today, we have this wisdom in Christ, but speak it out. Okay, speak out, declare that you have the spirit of wisdom. And then, of course, go and look uh, at Jesus, all right, and, and, and read his word, and speak his word. This means that God is transforming each one of you into the holy of holies. Ah, it's another verse, Ephesians 2, verse 22. His dwelling place, see? Psalm 21 is, they that dwell in the secret place of the most high God, right? You're under his protection, fine. There's another wonderful blessing. But now, okay, God is transforming us into his holy of holies. That place that the world, that sin cannot enter in, in the Old Testament, right? Those with sin come in and they die. You touch the Ark of the Covenant without Jesus uh, having uh, the blood shed yet, they die. But today, this is the Holy of Holies. Holy of Holies is where, where the presence of God dwell. And now, this dwelling place is where, is who, is which place? It's your body, okay? Your body and my body has been transformed into the dwelling place of God. And don't, don't expire one, okay? Forever, all right? The Holy Spirit dwell there. Once you believe him and receive Jesus, he won't expire. There won't be anything that you do wrong that he will leave you. <laughs> okay, the, the world, uh, the food and all that, right? You cannot go toilet, it will expire. <laughs> the blessing expire. After you need to come out from the toilet, then only the blessing come back, okay? But over here, Holy Spirit dwell inside you for ever okay the moment you have been born again you become the holy of holies for the holy spirit for jesus to dwell through the power of the holy spirit living in you so recognize who is living in you so don't let anything else live inside you okay just holy spirit and his power to flow out from us his words to flow you are the holy of holies that's where you know and you begin to do the works that Jesus did, right? And experience his goodness. On the last day, the great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out saying, if anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. Okay, drink of Jesus. He who believes in me, the scripture says, out of his heart, right? We are now talking about the heart on Sundays, right? All right, a lot in the Bible about the heart will flow rivers of living waters. So guard your heart. Why? Because out of it comes the issues of life. Okay? Don't let hurt stay there, la, unforgiveness, anymore because Jesus has forgiven you. Out of this heart is going to flow what? The renewed heart, the new heart that God has given us, right? That is renewed. You know, the soul area being renewed by the mind, the, the mind renewed by the word of God, the spirit, all right, the, between the heart and the, and the, and the soul, between the, the spirit and the soul, right, is the heart that expresses out, right, what is inside you, who is living inside you, okay, this heart will flow rivers of living waters, okay, so it is not, you know, I have to do this, I have to preach the gospel, I have to heal, I have to lay hands on the sick, out of this, out of within you is already has all these things. The living waters, the rivers are inside you, okay? Living waters. And this he spoke concerning the Holy Spirit, okay? Whom believe, those believing in him will receive. And every one of you have received the Holy Spirit. If not, you can still receive the Holy Spirit, right? 
he will he will come on you all right and the holy the time the holy spirit was not yet given okay but today jesus has died we all can have the holy spirit all right so uh, make sure everyone also uh, receive the holy spirit and you know these blessings okay these uh rivers water when we it's a water of salvation all right everything that's inside salvation is like a well inside you a, a river better and then you know why did god bless uh, uh, abraham right you know the blessings right genesis 12 i will make you a great nation and bless you and i'll make you famous and you will be a blessing so we are blessed i think just now was uh Nan said it during the communion or the offering right we are blessed so we know we are blessed right all all his is mine all mine is yours <laughs> okay jesus all right you will be a blessing and you're blessed to be a blessing I will bless those who bless you, curse those who curse you. All the families of the earth will be blessed through you. Anyone who comes near you, are they blessed? Yes, of course, because you are blessed. Okay, so you need to be blessed first and you need to know you are blessed in Christ. And then God will use you to be a blessing to others, not a curse. Okay, a blessing, all right? Not that people get more problems when you tell them, yeah, yeah, this world is very dark. <laughs> okay, so you act as getting worse, right? No, you are there to speak good news because you have experienced and received good news, all right? That God is for me, who can be against me? That God has blessed me. Every day, God has blessed you. It's the most wonderful confession because that's how Heavenly Father wants you to speak every day that's why holy spirit come and give us tongues <laughs> if you cannot say i'm a blessed i'm blessed because you look at the situation around you then you speak in tongues <laughs> okay then you're saying i am blessed <laughs> in christ okay so um until you are able to say i'm blessed in christ with all your heart and that you are, you become a blessing and all the families around you are blessed you know wherever you go okay that place is also blessed all right this one uh, all of us have experienced all right in our lives not only joseph prince i know he brought it out but you imagine right all right when you go to a place a, a, a shop right nobody enter there to buy clothes or whatever you enter there and then suddenly you find so many people enter there <laughs> the people are blessed by you okay being there it always happens all right when you are a you know you are blessing and you, people are blessed around you even you don't need to say anything they are already blessed because the, the presence of god is there in his presence is fullness of joy at his right hand forevermore when when you say a holy spirit holy spirit is with you it means that his presence is there so when his presence is there, you go anywhere, does he go with you or he stay at home? <laughs> you leave Holy Spirit behind and then you, you go for shopping. No, you go shopping, you go makaning or eating, right? He goes with you. As long as you know he's there, right? His presence is there, blessings come your way. Not curse, not sickness, not pain, blessings, all right? Pleasures forevermore. And this verse, God said, Exodus 23, God said, my presence will go with you. Moses was asking, telling God, right, if you don't go with me, right, when God sent him to be the deliverer, Moses recognized that 
he can only be successful in uh, and be the deliverer, all right, and do what God told him to do to set the people free. If God is go with him, hmm? same like Barak and Deborah. Barak said, "If you go with me, I'll go." Yeah, it is about the presence of God. When you recognize, right, that you don't want to do anything without His presence, you, you without His presence, you don't want to go anywhere with His presence. All right, then He is always there with you. He is always there. He will not leave you. And he says, my presence will go with you. I'll see the journey to the end. Wow. A message version, right? First time I also see this uh, in this form. My presence will go with you. I will see you see the journey to the end. Remember the first verse that we uh, just now shared, I shared just now, right? Um, in your presence, is, you know, in your presence, uh, you have shown me the path of life. The path is also the road, the journey of life. And not only he shows us our road and the journey of life and our destiny, he says that I will go with you and I will see you, the whole journey, I'll see you through to the end. So don't worry, halfway, people may leave us or forsake us or whatever, it's, it's no worry. The most important is God don't leave you. <laughs> okay, God will never leave you. And we have that blessed assurance. Holy Spirit will always will see you through the whole journey. And of course, if he is with you to, through the whole journey, what will happen to you? Blessing, health, wholeness, prosperity, wealth, miracles accompany you through your whole journey. You like that? Miracles accompany you the whole journey in life. Prosperity accompany you. Most of all, who? Jesus. It is in Christ. All is yours. All is mine in Christ. You have all these things when you have Jesus Christ, the anointed one, Holy Spirit, his presence in you and through you. Is there anything else to fear your journey in life, your path? No. So wonderful. Wait, finish it. Okay. <laughs> all right. So let's pray. Yeah, so today, you are his holy of holies. Hmm? He is in you. He will never leave you. And you can now do what Jesus did. Amen. I forgot the two parts, the last two. If you can just, uh, it's, 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 the last one is a song, yes. It's an old song, but the words are beautiful. Yeah, but before that, Let's see the river of God, all right, is flowing, right? The river of blessing. See this river coming out from your spirit, from your mouth, from your hands, from your feet. It's a river, okay? Okay, uh, that's flowing. And then the second, the second one is a song, yeah? And you will see it is not, it's effortless, okay? These gifts, all right, all that is God has deposited in you this morning is going to flow out this way. I believe that's why it comes out at the end. <laughs> I want you to hear also the sound of the torrent. It's gushing out from you. All right, whatever you receive. Can you hear?
of life flowing out from you, okay? At the right hand of God, Jesus. See, you pour out the blessings you all receive, right? Father's true. Holy Spirit. You have already received a lot of gifts, all the gifts. we need is rest in him we're all set free right the journey is a journey of rest salvation is full Path of life is in Christ. Amen. You're carrying such power within you. Lame can walk, prison doors open, captive set free. Amen. Praise the Lord. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I guess the Lord, the Holy Spirit knows to put it at the end. Huh? <laughs> After all the gifts have been poured out yeah, and then you realize that whatever you receive, you've been blessed to be a blessing. It just pour out from you. Okay. No effort. That river of lights. Just stir it up and pour it up. Amen.